Keeping it real and raw with Patrick Tremont. Everybody, today's a very fun, special show, and I'm titling it, May the Fourth Be With You. Because today I've got Star Warriors and Trekkies here, and I just love Star Wars and Star Trek. And But now I'm so glad to have these two guests here because they know stuff about these great movies and the TV series. So I kind of want to just like see if I can kind of like, you know, um, you know, ask them a few questions and have a few, you know, conversations about these different characters, because some things I never really got when I watched the show. But I did now grow up having the Darth Vader doll and the Luke Skywalker doll and Princess Leia. And of course, my favorite Chewbacca. I don't know why, but there's something about Chewbacca, him being all hairy and cute. I don't know. I just love him. But anyway, so I'm going to introduce my guest. I have Garrett Tremont and Don Foxworth. Hey, guys. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Hey. Okay, so I'm like um, just so excited you are here today. So are y'all ready for this like, you know, conversation and challenge? Oh, yes. Okay. I can't wait. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Well, I want to know. Like, I, I I'm, I'm kind of curious. Who do y'all think is the counterpart? I want to kind of play like a little game here. Who do you think is the counterparts of these particular characters? And I want y'all to tell me who would equal out that person in the other series or movie. You, you see what I'm saying? Star Wars versus Star Trek. So if I if I give you a character, then I want y'all to tell me in your opinion who do you think that counterpart would be to that particular character I'm giving to y'all. Got it? Okay. All right. Okay. So, I want to know who would be the counterpart of Luke Skywalker to Star Trek? Who's the who's the counterpart in Star Trek of Luke Skywalker? Uh James Kirk Absolutely. That would be Captain Kirk, right? Yeah. So, okay, but why? But, but see, Luke was not a captain. But so why would Luke be? Well, Luke was Luke was sort of a captain. I mean, he was the leader of the Jedi Order after it was taken out. So yeah, I could guess you could consider him a captain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if that's the Oh, I see. So I guess he's kind of like the main character in Star Wars, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about Han Solo? Who would be his counterpart in Star Trek? Captain uh, Spock. Spock? Mm -hmm. That's the one with the pointed ears, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, why do you why do you say it like that, Don? Because those pointed ears were so sexy to me. Were they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, it's kind of like, like the ex exotic. Is that what it was? What what nationality was he anyway? He like, was a Vulcan. Oh, Don okay. Don was looking for Ponfar with. <laughs> he, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like my weird Chewbacca fetish, but I I love animals, and I guess Chewbacca is an animal, correct? Or is he? What is he? He's. A, no, he's, he's a subspecies of Wookiee. He's called a Baruku. Oh, okay. See, I don't know. I just like furry little things. But anyway, <laughs> so Chewbacca is just precious. I mean, who doesn't love Chewbacca, right? I okay. love Chewbacca. Did you like Chewbacca, Garrett? Chewbacca was one of the greatest of all times. You got, you're talking about a loyal, powerful ally that 
had your back no matter what. That's that's what anybody can look for in a, in a friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that you're so right. I guess I have my own little circle of Chewbacca's around me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so who would be Chewbacca's counterpart? Who's the Klingon that rode with uh, Captain Picard's thing? Uh, Worf. Yeah, I would consider Worf the counterpart to that. Okay, yeah. so Worf is like the counterpart to Chewbacca. Okay, well, what about, well, you know, let's talk a little bit of a villain here. If, if you know, Darth Vader is the, the like, the total craziest, iconic villain in, in those franchises, right? I would think so. He's one of the mm -hmm. main ones. But who is the counterpart to Darth Vader? Khan. Khan? Yep. Okay. See, I don't know all this. Because I, I was more of a Star Wars person, but I never did Star Trek very much. But my mother loved Star Trek. I kind of wonder why, though. I guess maybe because Star Trek was what? In the 60s? It was uh, 66. Yeah. So yeah. it was like in the 60s. So I guess that's why my mom liked, you know. Don, would you agree that Khan would be the counterpart to Vader? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about... um? Now, Princess Leia, you know, everybody loved her with those little donuts on her head. You know, <laughs> you know wasn't it like the donuts or whatever? So they, um, well, now who's her counterpart on Star Trek? Because they didn't have like a princess on there, did they? No. Uh, I would think on on the series, uh, probably Deanna Troy would be her, her counterpart. counterpart. Yeah. I don't know. I that's as close as I can get to it. Okay. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Uh, I'm kind of... Is Deanna Troy, that's her, she plays Lieutenant Zahora or whatever her name was? No, I mean, that's the character's name, Deanna Troy. Oh. Uh, she's the one that, that reads minds and can feel oh. feelings. And what, what, what about the but the lady, Uhara, or something? Yeah, I would say the, the comms lieutenant. Okay, so she might be. So that's your opinion on who the Princess Leia is. The counterpart would be the Uhara yeah. or whatever. Okay. See, one thing that drives me crazy about Star Wars, and I don't get me wrong, I am a huge Star Wars Star Warrior. Love the movies, love the books, love the games, love everything about it. Mm -hmm. But anything, as you can see in this, unless you read the books, movies and TV shows and everything like that, do not give enough credit to Leia. She's actually a lot more powerful than what is portrayed in the books in the, I mean, portrayed in the movies and the TV shows. Yeah. Um, but she's, people don't really know that Luke actually fell to the dark side. <gasps> no, wait, was that before or after his arm got chopped off? This is after. Oh, okay. Leia was the one that saved him. Oh, no, but now wasn't they brother and sister. They're twins, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay, so I remember, didn't didn't his... Okay, well, wait a minute. That's one of my questions. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know, you know, about the, uh, the hand being chopped off. So we're going to get to that in just a second. But I've got one more. Now, we all love a robot, right? We like these, you know, the little... <laughs> I, I love a robot. I love R2-D2. I thought he was cute. When he's going... You know, yeah, and all that. So it was very, very cute. But um, who would be C-3PO? Remember him? He was like the kind of 
he he knew everything. So who would be his counterpart in Star Trek? Data. 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 Definitely okay. Data. Data. Now why Data? Because he's not, nobody there is a robot though on Star Trek, right? They have little yeah. robots that zoom around. But yeah. they're just they're like extras. You don't really notice them very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. But why Data? Well, I thought he was like a human. No, no, he's not human. He's what they call android, but he he strives to be human. Yeah. He is the most uh, technological robot they have. Right. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Didn't even realize that. And because I'm thinking everybody there is basically on Star Trek human. And they might have a little bit of odysseys you know like something odd about them you know or whatever like they're part something part something else but they still have a human form you know what i mean compared yeah, to like a yeah. complete legit you know mechanical robot okay right. i don't know i guess i need to do my you know my star trek research more and watch that more often but <laughs> since we're talking about c3po i was kind of wondering do which one of y'all know how many uh languages is he fluent in <laughs> Do y'all know uh, that? It's over 3,000 languages. Okay. Okay. Well, I've kind of done my little bit of research because I have a few questions for y'all. And I wanted to see if either one of y'all would know these particular questions. And according to the powers that be, he knows over 60 million. Ooh, well, now, sounds way wrong then. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm trying to figure out is... You were closer um, than me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how would he know 60 million? Because there's not even 60 million languages in the, in the, in the world. There is uh, in the Star Wars world. And yeah, I was going to say in the galaxy, you're talking about far, far, far beyond what, our, what we comprehend as far as languages go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're, you're considering the entire galaxy and then you got the outer rims and then everything outside of the outer rims yeah and each one of those planets could probably have 10 to 20 languages and you're talking millions right. of, of of planets so yeah i could definitely see that i yeah. guess True. that would be like 60 no 600 no wait i'm sorry 60 million i just can't believe that somebody knows how to talk like saturn or <laughs> or uranus <laughs> Can you imagine trying to um, talk yeah. like, you know, Uranus? Exactly. <laughs> so that would be insane. So anyway, so who was the first person to kiss Princess Leia? Luke. Mm, Don, do you have an idea? I was thinking Luke. Nope. According to the Force, it's Han Solo. He was the first one to ever kiss Princess Leia. And I don't know. I can't remember when that was. Was that when he was fixing? In the hallway. Now, was that when he was fixing to turn into a freeze-dried something? No, that was his famous, she said, I love you. And he said, I know. That was that statement. No, but the kiss, I think there was a point where he helped like save her. He helped save her from something. Yeah, and they... he just grabbed her and kissed her in the hallway of a starship. Right. Yeah, they were like in a shaft, and it didn't have uh, a catwalk all the way across it. So he f flung his magic rope on something. It got a hold of something, and they swung across. But before they went, she kissed him. 
Okay, now, I didn't realize that. I thought for a second there you were talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. <laughs> no. His whip. <laughs> yeah, when she said he threw, threw the whip, I was like, I didn't know he had Han Solo had a Han Solo had a whip. I've been uh, I don't corrected. know what that thing was. <laughs> no, I get it. But um, no, so I'm thinking, you know, I've been corrected. It's not Han Solo. It's Han Solo because there's a, you know, politically correct way of saying all this. But now... Who was um, Luke's father? Go ahead. Luke's father was Anakin Skywalker. I know, but better known as who? Now, see, hold on. His better name was Anakin. The only reason why he was named Darth Vader was because Sidious or Palpatine was a smart Alec. I was going to almost say a bad word. (laughs) A smart Alec person. So, yeah. Okay, so he was Anakin Skywalker. Now, that was the cute kid in the prequels, right? With the blonde hair? episode one, yes. Yeah, that looked just like Luke as a child. You know what I mean? At least in the movies it did. But then he grows up to be on the dark side, and and then he gets this name Darth Vader. Now, didn't he... I don't know if it was the second one or the third one. Remember, I do everything by furry objects. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yeah. is that the one with um, the Ewoks? You know what I mean? Like uh, the, the one where his hand gets chopped off, right? So which which movie is that? First, second, or third? That's episode two. Oh, he gets okay. it cut off by Count Dooku, or better known as Darth Tyrannus, yes. No, I thought it was Darth Vader that cut off his arm, his hand. No, he can't. Who Luke Skywalker or yes. Anakin Skywalker? No, Luke. Not we're, we're not oh. we're not doing the prequels. But I'm saying Sorry. no. But I'm saying like in, you know, when Darth Vader chopped off his thing, he goes, you know, he goes. It was in the second one. In the second one. So now I can't remember. I have to go back and watch these again because in the third one, wasn't he in the third one? He was, but he had a robotic arm. That's it. See, I forgot about the robotic arm. I don't know how that would slip my mind. But you know the funny thing? You want to hear some ironic things? Yeah. Anakin Skywalker had his arm cut off by his previous Okay, so it's kind of funny. Yeah. Palpatine or Darth Sidious, which is the Emperor, had Count Dooku or Darth Tyrannus. That's the one that cut off that was his apprentice. Yeah. He cut off Anakin Skywalker's left hand. Oh, okay. Now, the funny thing about it was, is when Anakin Skywalker turns into Darth Vader, who is also Darth Sidious's apprentice, he cuts off Luke Skywalker's left hand. Well, now, isn't that just bad karma? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, that's bizarre because, so that means that what you're trying to tell me is that it's it's like the same thing, almost like a mirror image or a mirror uh, uh, a particular thing happening again, but to it's a oh, the, definitely definitely it's, a revolutionary effect. Yes, definitely. that's what I'm trying to come up with. Yes, that those exact words, revolutionary effect, which I use in my vocabulary at least once a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Garrett. <laughs> anyway, no, that's perfect, and it's so true. So, um, yeah, because that's what it is. You know, it's you know, it's it's bizarre. But I remember seeing that now, and, and whenever they lowered the boom, that Leia was his sister 
and Darth Vader was his father, I mean, we were shocked back in the 70s. We couldn't even, we in the 80s, we couldn't freak out, you know. So I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know. So it was crazy, but you had to be there at that time, you know, because it was fun. But well, I mean, the, the whole thing about Star Wars, the, I mean, everything about Star Wars is a revolving situation. Mm-hmm. So whether it comes down to the Sith, you have Master and Apprentice. Right. But it's the same exact thing where the master it is killed by his apprentice. So he becomes the new master. It takes on an apprentice. That apprentice kills his master and that revolving. Yeah. You have Jedi that all they do is they turn into force to feed the Jedi. I mean, everything is a revolving situation. Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, that totally makes sense. And I never could get into the prequels. I know that the people are going to hate me for this, but I never could. Maybe I was, you know, I was just trying to uh, figure it all out because they kind of got very technical and they introduced some new characters and it just didn't feel as nostalgic as the first three original. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Do you agree with that or do you have a different opinion about that? Who are you asking? Either one of you. Go ahead, Garrett. I definitely don't agree with that, uh, but that's just me, because yeah. as a you watch those four, five, and six, yeah, and it's the moment it's over with. All you do is crave for more. For me, and my my the way my brain works is I want I want to know how that happened, why that happened, what's next, who's coming next, what's the bet, who's the next character that I can look into, and so on and so forth. That's what fueled me as a kid. Uh, me and my buddy Andrew, we we read the books. We read about every Sith Lord you could think of, every all the main Jedi's before they became light, before they had lightsabers. But you know, we looked into all of this yeah. and read as many books as we could, just because we we didn't want that. There was so much information that wasn't portrayed in the movies that you can go and look and find, and it's it opens up the world to even more imagination as a child it was it was it was amazing yeah that's what that's what truly got us hooked yeah was the prequels oh yes the prequels when they came out star wars episode one and it shows who how darth vader or anakin skywalker comes into play how he was how he had no father i mean that's a big thing like you know he had no father he was actually conceived with shmi his mother by midichlorians. They just went into his mother and made him. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, it's like, well, you know, it, it, yeah, because it does kind of set you up for what the, um, you know, what the rest of it's going to be. You know what I mean? So it does go into that, and I totally get it. But I think it just, for me anyway, maybe I'm just showing my age. I don't know. But it's like, you know, whenever you watch those original three, you can kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just me being nostalgic. I don't know. But anyway, I've no. actually heard I've heard other people say the same thing you said though. Yeah. It it um I mean it's good. They're good. I think all Star Wars stuff is really good. But I do want to kind of turn the turn the uh, the the page here for a second. I want to know about Star Trek a little bit. Um which Star Trek um captain has an artificial heart? Do y'all know that one? Picard. Picard. Okay. Is that true, Garrett? Do you know? Do you know anything about it? Do you agree with Don? I, I truth be told, I don't know anything about that. 
Really? So this Captain Picard, why does he have an artificial heart? I believe it was after the Borg took him over because they just uh, infiltrate the whole body. And so he has, and they replaced his heart. Mm. Okay. So he is still part Borg because they can't remove things from him. Right. Okay, so... So he's he's artificial. I mean, artificial heart, but he's actually human. Mm-hmm. Totally okay. human. So see that this is what I just totally get stumped about between the two franchises, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, now, what was the name of Data's? Is that his name? Data. 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 Okay. What was the name of Data's cat? Do y'all know either one? Oh, I cannot. No. I cannot. You know, Garrett. Do you know this one? What was the name of Data's cat? Now, how can a cat live? Fluffy. You know, (laughs) no, it's not fluffy, but it's close. Um, I thought it was like one of those just uh, very mundane names, like Spot or something like that. It is. That's it. Oh my gosh! I know. Isn't that crazy? Yes. (laughs) What did he have? Spots? Do we know? What What did the cat look like? Was he fluffy and white? He was a Garfield. Oh, like a Garfield. Orange and white striped heavy on look like. Well, see, uh, was there animal? Did somebody have a pet in Star Wars? I never saw a dog, a cat, a, a you know, a, a hamster, a lobster, nothing. Did y'all ever see any of that? The job of the hut had things. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, who? Uh, yeah, he had a yeah he had a rancor. That was a very big pet. Um, I've never heard of a. What pets did you mention, Patrick? You just kind of threw me off my whole game. <laughs> I said a dog, a cat. Um, what did I say? A dog, a cat, a lobster. <laughs> a lobster. Who like, has a pet lobster? I don't. Well, you could. Cause I mean, wait a minute. Can a lobster live in a fish tank? Like, if you, it, you know, you don't want to eat it, so you just yeah. let him go. Can he just live there forever? Yeah, I mean, how he, long does a lobster live? And he, he could be called Spot. We could yeah. call him anything, but I mean, I guess if somebody wanted to have a, they have pet yeah. fish, yeah, right. There's people that put crawfish in their fish tanks. Okay, well, you know, I don't know. Well, Garrett, is that is that kind of blow your mind a little bit that I said lobster? Can somebody have yeah, a pet lobster? I, it it just threw me off. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I wasn't trying to go off on that. It just you said pet lobster, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I I think that my actual point was. I've never seen a pet anything, you know, on these uh, stuff. But then again, well, yeah. Don was right. Jabba the Hood had the Rancor. That's the only pet that I could really think of as far as. Now, wait, wouldn't, wouldn't Jabba the Hutt like a big snot ball? He was a gangster. He's he's a, yeah, he was a, he's a worm. He looked like a big he's slug. A, yeah, he's a hut worm is what he is. Yeah, but, I, you know, I didn't like the part when he had Leia all tied up with a with a chain around her neck or something. And, what, and wasn't that what it was or something? Yeah. Yes, she was a prisoner. Yeah, but they, they kind of made it all sort of gross. And I, I know I've... No, he was gross. He was. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, of course he was gross. But I was just like, why would even, um you know, they even write him in? Like, it, some of those characters were just like so thrown off, you know. But, you know, it was... Well, I will say, um we can go back to this over and over again. In the movies that you you know that are so Hollywood and so mainstream and everything, the huts really aren't a big. I mean, they are in one or two movies, but you mentioned it quite a few times. 
But the Huts are a family, and they're like a dynasty of gangsters that run the outer <coughs> rims me. of the galaxy. So, I mean, you're talking about huge, like a powerful family that, I mean, have armies and have fleets of starships. I mean, these guys are powerful. If they wanted to take on the Empire, I mean, they could maybe, maybe give it a run for its money, but they would lose. But that's how powerful they are. So you're telling me that the Huts, like Jabba, you're telling mm-hmm. me that the Huts, as a family of gangsters, um, actually there's a lot of little snotballs everywhere. Or oh yeah, basically consider them the mob. Uh, they they are the mafia of Star Wars, and they um, absolutely have a lot of yeah. little slugs running around. <laughs> oh God! See now that's just. Ugh. Because when I saw when it, whenever I was a kid and I saw that I was like that is so gross you know that he kept you know yanking on Leia and just like come here you know and all this stuff and I was mm-hmm. like that's so disgusting but um anyway but um well I was kind of wondering who was the famous mentor of Luke Yoda mm, Don do you agree with that uh, oh. Obi Wan Kenobi. That is correct. It's oh, they're saying Obi Wan well, Kenobi. Well, he's Garrett's also right too because uh, Yoda was a big mentor in in a different section. But I think didn't Yoda just teach him about the Force? See, Obi Wan. Okay, no, so, Obi Wan. Obi Wan dies in the first book in the first movie. Right. Yeah. So he he is killed by Darth Vader in the first one. Yeah. So my question is, is how is he, I mean, I understand he's like a spiritual mentor, like kind of like a spiritual guide, but as far as a star, as a, as far as a Jedi master and mentor, the only one that was a, around was Yoda. Agreed. Okay. So they're saying the powers that be say that Obi-Wan was the actual mentor of Luke that would always be in his head. Like he was really well, the one that did the force, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what like I said. He was his, I mean, he was a force. He's a force ghost. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know if y'all seen the very end of the, you know, the, the new ones that came out. No. When they're all, they're all partying or the last time that you yeah. saw them and they're all partying in Kashyyyk in the trees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You see Yoda, Anakin, and you see, um, Oh Yes. Yeah. You see Yoda, Anakin, and Obi-Wan standing there as force ghosts looking at Luke and Leia and Han and everybody. Oh, they, okay. They are there. They are force ghosts. They are there to mentor and to guide. And that's why, like, when the new series, Ray can hear Obi-Wan's voice. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Qui-Gon Jinn also there, too? Or Qui-Gon Jinn was there. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Qui-Gon Jinn. Okay. See, a lot of people forget about Qui-Gon, but I'm glad you mentioned him because he's one of my favorites of all time. Yes. Really? Now, what makes him your favorite, though? I don't even know this character. So that's how out of touch I he's, am. Okay. So in the first one, he's played by Liam Neeson. Um, but Qui-Gon is actually one of the most um, – if you look at the ranking list as far as power goes, he's in the top ten. Um, he actually turned down a seat on the High Jedi High Council because – he wanted to teach new Jedi. Yeah. He was, so the, I don't want to go too deep in this. Um, there's three main branches or th- three main Jedis. You have 
guardians, consulars, and sentinels. Okay. Guardians are fighters, sentinels are guards, and the consulars are force power people. They're extremely wise, extremely smart, um, and they uh, use their intelligence and their brain power to manipulate the force and to use force powers. That's what Qui-Gon Jinn was. That's yeah. why he carried a gr- he carried a green lightsaber. Okay. Um, but that's but people don't realize that Qui Gon was trained with Count Dooku. He they fought in wars and wars and wars. I mean, and they were some of the most powerful ones. They're they're actual Jedi heroes. But yeah, Qui Gon doesn't get shown enough in the movies. But if you go back and you actually look into the story, Qui Gon is very very powerful. I think the only well, only two I could say would, would outrank him would be Yoda and Luke. Hmm. Well, so this is all the reasons why you like him as a main character. Oh, yes. Or one of your favorite characters. Okay. Oh, yes. And now what movie does he come from? Where is this at? Qui-Gon's in episode one when uh, Anakin gets introduced. Oh, okay. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going to have to check all these out again. I think I just need to binge watch <laughs> all of these movies and have enough pizza and popcorn to go around. But um, have four I, days worth of <laughs> supplies. <laughs> I know, right? That would be, oh my God, that's, I mean, because to be honest with you, kind of breaking off here just a second about the Star Wars franchise, it's kind of hard to, for me, uh, there's so many like, um, what do you call that? You know, they kind of they kind of break off and go into different directions. Like there's the the new Luke Skywalker series coming out. Is that right? Yes, I was Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah, or Obi Wan. Okay, so there's like all these different you know series. Th- yeah, series that just kind of branch off from the original story. So I'm kind of going like, how do you? I mean, I would have to literally Google how to watch them in order to follow the story. I mean, is that a is that a real thing or is am I just being drama? No, it's one through nine. You just basically watch episode one through episode nine or episode eight. I know, but where is the new hope at? Is that number three? When it actually was number one back originally, but now it's considered number three. That's no, it's considered number four. I mean, number four. That's what I meant. Yes. Okay. So there's just so much going on with all that. You know what I mean? So. So I didn't know that there was nine now in a row that you should watch in order to follow the complete story. Is that correct? I believe it's eight or nine. Wow. I mean, I mean, I used to follow those, you know, all the time. Now I just follow housewives. Where's my life taking me? You know, so <laughs> Garrett. So, but anyway, yes, ma'am. Uh, wasn't uh, Anakin Skywalker Qui-Gon Jinn's uh, apprentice? Very first one. Yes, you were. Okay. Okay. Mm. I was thinking so. Okay. So then you know about these episodes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Boy, I'm really out of touch. I just, like I said, I just do reality TV, but that's bad. The the crazy thing about it was that Qui-Gon was the one that found out and actually realized that Anakin was the prophecy fulfillment. Mm. He was the chosen one. Yeah. So when he presented Anakin to the Jedi High Council and they told him that he was too old to be trained, Qui-Gon went against them and said, I'm going to train him anyways because he is the chosen one. Um, it's, it's kind of funny because 
Anakin, okay, there's three force gods. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this. There's the father, the sister, and the brother. The sister is the light, the, the brother is the dark side, right. and the father is the um, the middle just balance. Yeah. Anakin was he was made by the father to be replace him as the father so he would be the balance to the force. Yeah. That's why the prophecy said you were supposed to bring balance to the force. But that's why I said Darth Sidious was a kind of a smart aleck because he names him Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Darth Father. Dark Father. Darth Dark or Darth? It's Darth, but it's like you're actually it's the dark Darth father. Is, the, is a dark father's <clears throat> name, like a dark name. <laughs> right, it's kind of like the Godfather, but it's the Darth yeah. Father. Okay, that's right. Okay, well there we go. Well, uh, name of Han's ship, Han Solo's ship. What is it? The Millennium Falcon. Yes. Okay. What was the other one that looked like a triangle? Does anybody know that one? Remember that one? It had like a point to it. It's like a triangle. I had that one as a kid for Christmas. That was one of the 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 evil guys. I was about to say you're talking about a Star Destroyer or you're talking about a, a TIE fighter. <clears throat> no, this was like one I don't know. You I, I, I just had it as a toy when I was a kid. And I don't know why my parents chose that one to give me because, you know, the Millennium Falcon can only do so many things. You know, it had like the exploding top and then, you know, and then it had all the bells and whistles and all that. But this one actually, you can put the dolls inside of it and then you fly it around balancing it on your arm with this handle. I know it sounds so weird, but that was, you know, the kids back then, we were all very simple and fun. But, um, so then... But that's what it was, and I don't. But it was a triangle shape. Oops, sorry. It was a triangle shape, and I don't know what that one was called. I didn't know if y'all knew that or not. But it was actually it's it's, it's a star destroyer. Is that what it is? Is that yeah. was that the good side or the bad side? No, that was the emperor's side. That was bad. bad. Oh, great! So you mean I got a toy from my parents that <laughs> represented the bad side? Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, great. Technically, technically, yeah. Well, okay. Well, great. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> okay. Anyway, because everybody wanted the good guys. I guess they were like, no, we're going to give this kid the bad side. <laughs> okay. Thanks. But anyway, yeah. um, but now who was, tell me if y'all know this one, who was the famous comedian that got NBC to take a look at the pilot of Star Trek? Do y'all know that one? Yes. No. 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 It was Lucille Ball. She was really. Yes. She was doing I Love Lucy and all this mess. And, you know, and she was, of course, iconic. And she had a lot of pull and stuff in the NBC industry back then with the with the network. And they were going to not look at it. They were not going to check it out. And she told them, I think you need to take another look. They did one time, I think, and then she got them to take a look again and said, this is going to be a big hit. So if it wasn't for Lucy, you know, not doing all of her fun, crazy, quirky things like stomping grapes and eating chocolate and doing Vita Vita Vegemin, then if we did not Vita Vita Vegemin, if um, if she wouldn't have, you know, just had that thought, we wouldn't have Star Trek. Did y'all know that? I, yeah, that's actually kind of interesting. To see. Interesting to, to know. That. 
that yeah. is really cool. You need to kind of figure that out. Yep, I think it's great. Now, what was um, the name of Yoda's house? Yoda have a look. This, come it, on, the swamps? Well, yeah. Yep. You know, everybody's got, everybody has to have a place to slumber, right? You got to well, eat your you pizza and popcorn somewhere. The house had a name. The actual place that Yoda lived. Do y'all not know that? Mud hut? I don't know. You're Mud hut. I mean, you had Yoda's hut, but I mean. Well, there's actually a place where he, you know, lived, and it was called Dag- Dagobah. That's the planet. Yeah, it's Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. Oh, well, that's okay. what it says. What's the name of Yoda's house? Dagobah. Okay. But when you say when you say house, I'm thinking like his literal hut. He has a name. Well, you know, I think Yoda's bigger than a small little hut. I think that he probably lived all on Dagobah, the little planet, right? I mean, it, it, maybe I mean, he owned it. I don't know how much it's worth now, <laughs> but he must have paid a lot of money back then to the to the uh, Star Warriors. <laughs> or maybe he bought it from the Trekkies. <gasps> Wait a minute, guys. Didn't he, he have pointed ears? He did. Yeah. <gasps> Do but they didn't go up. Think... They went out. Okay, but does that really make a difference, though, Garrett? I uh, mean, absolutely. Well, no, because pointed ears are pointed ears. It doesn't matter if they go up or they go out, because Spock <laughs> had pointed ears. But so, Spock wasn't green. But we don't care. See, I'm thinking maybe. Now, wouldn't this be kind of crazy? Let's rephrase, let's rephrase that. I think Patrick doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care if he's green or not. He's precious. But what I'm thinking is... We're talking about the pointed ears. Mm -hmm. Let's just think outside the box here, guys. Please bear with me. And you know, both of y'all know me very well, so you know where my head goes. I'm kind of, you know. So I'm thinking, do you think when the writer of Star Wars, which do y'all know his name? Who invented the Star Wars franchise? George Lucas. Yes, you are absolutely correct. He was the creator of Star Wars. Do y'all know who created Star Trek? Gene Roddenberry. Oh, okay. Great for Gene. Where's Gene at now? Do we know? You're asking two fans. Like that's her. That's her. That's her creators. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm thinking like Gene Roddenberry. Did he ever have any movie credits after that? Star Star Trek. Do you know? I really don't know what other credits that he does or any kind of stuff. I never really heard his name before. I mean, I'm sure well, he's... he was busy with Star, Star Trek. Though. Well, I'm sure he was. <laughs> and I'm sure he's a very uh, talented man. But, you know, he doesn't have, I wouldn't assume, he doesn't have the Lucas brand behind him. You know, the name. You know, like George Lucas is, you know, he's done other movies besides the franchise of Star Wars. But I don't know. But we, maybe we need to look this guy up. Anyway, so, but um, now I'm thinking the pointed ears... Wouldn't that be kind of crazy if they could combine, if you just found a writer, combine the two together and have Yoda and Spock be somehow related or some kind of something because of the pointed ears? Are y'all with me? Can we do that? No, you're you're gonna cause a comic Comic Con black hole basically right. by doing that. <laughs> Trying to interact Star Trek and Star Wars, you're going to cause a fight. Yeah, you're but, gonna yeah. bring some bad voodoo. <laughs> yeah, but but what I'm thinking is, wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that be a great thing for everyone? I mean, we can all get along in our planet system, can't we? Can we all get along as Star Warriors and Trekkies mesh together, and then everybody's happy? 
Is that not a possibility? You know, you don't think so? Well, some of us can. Well, I mean, I'm like thinking. me and Garrett can. Okay, but. Yeah. Why? Yeah, See, but this is a very civil conversation compared to others that I've seen. Yeah. No. I don't want to be around that. Okay, but wait a minute. Are there really, I know that there's fanatics and everything. I'm I'm aware of this. Do you, I mean, do people really take it to a whole nother level that if they were on okay. this show with me, they would be like, absolutely not. There's no way they could be combined. I don't care what the writers say, what they do, how they can combine it. it you know, you really have those diehards that are like that. You have those diehards that are willing to learn full languages from these shows and live by them. Yes. They, they're actually, I think, thank you. They're actually people who live by the religious code of the Klingons yes. in real life. Oh my God. Okay. I don't know what that code is. And I come in peace, everybody. So when you hear this episode today, I love Star Wars and I love Star Trek. I can be, I can be like that. Um, to answer your question, yes, there are absolute fanatics on both sides. And I mean, not, I mean, both sides. You've got people who are Star Wars yeah. super freaks that would uh, would happily fight for it. Right. Wow. I cannot believe. I, I know that there's a lot of people who are fanatics about it and they really believe in their particular franchise or their storyline or all the characters. I totally respect that and totally get it. I just was throwing out an idea. You know, and just see if mm -hmm. everybody could mesh well together and do that. So <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> there's probably absolutely no way. Well, looking no up, chance. looking up uh, information on the, you know, on the web, uh, there are 10 or more times that each of the franchises took from the other franchise. Mm -hmm. And it... Just, yeah. just little, little bitty hints there, here and there. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the pointed ears. So the pointed ears <laughs> came from Spock first in 66, and then all of a sudden we got Yoda in 77. Hmm. Okay. Just saying, just saying, you know, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here. I like them both. So I'm not choosing sides. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. So, but then again, <clears throat> excuse me. So. I don't know. I guess we'll never know because they'll never want to do that. But, you know, now I kind of want to go back to um, Luke Skywalker's loyal friend. Okay. I think we might have discussed him earlier. Who was he again? Han Solo. No. No. Loyal friend? Luke yes. Skywalker's loyal friend? Yes. Who was he? You're talking. Okay. Oh, he was R2 the loyal No. Okay. No, you're talking about Chewbacca, and he was the loyal friend to Han Solo. No, I thought he was Luke Skywalker's loyal friend. No, no. Are you sure? Was, yes. No, he was Han oh Solo's. You, look, now, don't get verklempt. Don't get verklempt, Garrett. He's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love it. I love the passion between you two. So he, he was actually on the Millennium Falcon with Han Solo before they were ever introduced into this series okay yes this is right okay so i'm thinking well then who was luke skywalker's was that leia r2d2 r2d2 okay now you know what he doesn't give him enough credit i think that could remember what i wanted to know is in luke's 
whenever he's doing the X-Wing, is that what it was called? The plane when he's a fighter pilot, right? Yes, it, it is. What Was it called an X-Wing? It was. Oh, my God. I remember something, you know. That's so. True. So uh, my old age has not crept up on me yet. I do remember that. <laughs> so, okay. So when he's in the X-Wing, did you ever notice where R2-D2 ended up? Sat right behind him. Exactly. But there was nothing covering him up. He was exposed to the elements, to the, to the no, fire. His, his, his whole body was, was covered, but his, the head part, yes, because. That's not cool, man. Part, well, they could see. It's so they could see and they could actually, you know. They can cause, they could do repairs through the system. They could do everything. They can even take over an autopilot so he could do something else. I mean, it's, there was a lot of things that a, a, an Android or a, a fighter droid, which is what R2-D2 would have been considered, did when he was attached to a plane. Okay. Well, I do understand that. And I know he has importance, but I, my point was he was, he was cute. And I'm thinking, you know, he was so nice. His little head, you know what I'm saying? He was doodly doodly doot. But then he would be like, um, you know, but he, his head would be exposed. So when the, when the, when the, what do they call laser fire was coming after him and they're into this, he could get hit and stuff. And I thought there's nothing protecting him. So, you know, it, I don't know. It always stuck with me. I didn't like it. And I thought R2-D2 deserves more respect than that. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going on that. It was, it was, it was a mutual trust. R2-D2 yeah. helped out Luke Skywalker and Luke Skywalker protected R2-D2 while we're flying right. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, we'll go with that. That's fine. I just want justice for <laughs> R2-D2. That's all I'm saying. So, but now... The stormtroopers, remember them? They're all they're oh, all yeah. in white. Now I will say, and I have to give the stormtroopers credit. Whenever the stormtroopers were, you know, let me tell you what, Garrett, you're not going to know this, Don. You probably won't either, and y'all both probably don't even care. But what I'm thinking is, in order to wear white, you've got to be really in shape. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i'm saying so when you see these guys wearing this this armor of white i'm thinking man they are really in shape because there was not a fat stormtrooper not one and there was thousands you know what i'm saying so i'm like well you know because white makes you gain weight on film but that has nothing to do with this conversation i totally get it these are just my opinions and what i take from star wars out of it i thought you know justice for r2d2 and the stormtroopers can wear white because they're thin and they won't make them gain 10 pounds got it anyway well, they all didn't wear white well no the stormtroopers did didn't they then they all have white well it depended on your rank and depending on what your job was. Oh, you mean there's even more to this? The stormtroopers were in right. There was a was there a black you know outfit for that? Absolutely. What episode is that one? Fifteen. That's from you. You see that on the newer ones, but you have like the the snipers. You have the scouts. You have the uh, the captains. You have there's a lot of stormtroopers. Mm, okay. Well, I don't know. All I know, I haven't seen a lot of the new ones. I mean, I saw them once, but I don't remember a lot of it. But I know that there was one chick. Or she was some sort of princess, and she was wearing a lot of red, but she had this blood red lipstick. Who was that? Queen Abadala? Yes. Was that her? What, what, didn't Natalie she have, Portman? 
Okay. Yeah, but the one that played by Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So isn't she one with the red lipstick or she just wore all red? I just remember a lot of red. She had uh, quite the outfit array and costume setup, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Very elaborate. But I will say she did wear red a lot on her lips. And whether it be just a single line down the middle, whether it was full-on red lipstick, it was there was quite a few different things. Yeah, because I kind of got a geisha vibe from her with her costume. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's, but like... that... That comes with being queen, being queen of Naboo. Oh, okay. When she was she was elected to the queen of Naboo, and that is exactly where her outfits come from. That's it's the it is the attire of the queen of Naboo. Well, I tell you what, she she rocked it. You notice that they mm-hmm. didn't put her in white, and <laughs> no, but she was thin. But that's okay. An- that's another. An- story. An- Anakin made sure she could never wear white. Okay, oh. why? <laughs> oh, why? Why can't she wear white? Why, okay, I don't know the story. Why would Anakin that, not wear white? Let her wear no, white. I said that was just a joke because she was not pure. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. But naughty girls from Naboo. Hmm. Okay, <laughs> so that's what it is. Well, um, no, that I, sounds I, like a song. I know. It does. does. Naughty girls from Naboo. Okay. So (laughs) I'm thinking now, who was the talk show host that had the most guest starring roles on Star Trek? Does anybody want to take a a guess at that one? I know it, but I'm not going to say. I'm going to let Garrett if he wants to. Okay. Do you know this, Garrett? You said talk show host? Yes, she's a she's a comedian, is this, talk show is host. It, is it Next Generation or is it original? Next I'm, Generation. I would definitely think probably Next Generation. Okay. I can imagine her being, you know, out there in the 60s. So, mm, but uh, talk show host on Okay. I really don't know. Are we Googling? No Googling, kids. I'm, okay. I'm not. Don, who is it? Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. The Whoopi oh, Goldberg. Yes. Now, I'm wondering. Now, I guess, obviously, Whoopi chose, chose sides, right? She chose to be on Trek. Because I guarantee that if she would have called Lucas and said, I want to be in your next whenever they come out, one of the prequels, number 25, whatever, I want to be in this, I'm sure he probably would have, you know, probably hired her. I mean, who wouldn't want her on there? She's an EGOT, you know? So I'm thinking, I think Whoopi must have chose sides because she's been on there so many, many times. And I don't know if it's the same character or not. Does she play the same character, Don? Do you know? Whenever she's on there all those times? Yes, always the same character. Always the same character. Isn't that the one that always drinks with Picard? Yeah, she's like the barkeep, but she's a very intelligent, uh, she's almost like Deanna Troy. Mm, Okay. Mm. Well, I kind of want to, I kind of want to ask this. Ewoks, what do y'all know? Where do they come from? What do they, are they, because when I first saw the movie as a kid, I think they're in the last one, you know, the, the last, the original three. Mm-hmm. And uh, are they in the last one, Garrett? Do you know the Ewoks are introduced in the, the, the third one? Okay. I remember that because they were so cute. And those little Ewok toys went crazy at Kmart. Yeah. The blue light special back in the day <laughs> and you get a free hot dog and popcorn. Just <laughs> saying, don't ask me how I know by one 
Ewok and you get a hot dog and a popcorn from the cafe in Kmart. Just saying. Anyway, but you had to watch the blue light. You Did you ever experience that? Don, have you ever been to a blue light special at Kmart? No. Garrett, did you? No, I'm sorry. No, yeah, I They not. probably, you weren't even born yet, I'm sure. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> I'm showing my age, but... Okay, y'all's parents will know this when that blue light, you know, came on and it's like, you know, and it, they would flash the mothers and their buggies with those kids hanging on for dear life uh, would run to the blue light because it only lasted just for a few minutes. Walmart and, and, also had that. Oh, really? And to- then you could sit there and you could actually get the discount for like half off. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So but, I do remember that. Okay. That was chaos. It was, was chaos. Like, uh, I did Black not, Friday. Well, I did not realize that Walmart had that, you know, blue light special. It was called it, red light special. Was it? Okay, well, then that, well, that sounds... But there were no hookers there. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we don't want that because I'm thinking, yeah, red light special is a little bit, you know, kind of weird to call your sale thing. But anyway, so I remember the Ewoks coming out and I was thinking they're so cute. Do you know what my first, when I first saw it... As a young person, and I saw the Ewoks for the first time being introduced in that third movie. You know what I thought they were? What? What? Baby Chewbacca's. I did too. I did too at first when I first saw them. Yeah. See, I didn't read the books, Garrett. I. No, no, I understand. So, what was the baby? Were they baby Chewbacca's, or what were they, Garrett? No, they're their their own race. They're sentient mammals. I guess you could say, but they're humanoids, right? Okay. Um, so, but yeah, they they lived on uh, what was that? Indoor. Uh, yeah, indoor, and they lived on indoor. They are a sentient humanoid and mammal, and they're used for many things. But they have a whole tribal structure. They have politics amongst their tribes. They have. They were mainly captured and uh, sent off Indar to to be uh, slaves. Oh, but yeah. Well, I tell you what, they had the best tree houses. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, them, them, and the them and the Wookiees, they they knew how to make tree houses. That's for sure. Well, no, because I mean, when they when I think Luke and Leia and all them end up there on their planet or wherever they are, and and I saw the tree houses, I was like, oh my god, I want one of these for my backyard because it's really cute, you know, cute. Because I watch oh, the yeah. TV show Treehouse Masters now, and so that guy, you know, builds these tree houses on that television series. It's so awesome. So anyway, I was thinking that is so cool. You know, I love the little Ewoks and I thought they were precious, you know? So, I mean, and, but now I just want to say one last thing about this. I don't know if y'all know the actual theme songs of, you know, I know y'all have heard the theme songs of star Wars and star Trek, but there was a song from the Star Wars franchise that actually went like, I want to say I could be wrong and I may be, but it it either was in the top 10 or reached number one. Did y'all know that? No. No, I did not. Yes. It's called, it's like a disco song when disco was starting to happen. And it's remember when they go to the cantina and that band is yes. there playing, and it's like doop 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 doop. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that song actually was a big disco song, like it was like 
10 minutes long. And then, of course, they have the edited version. The edit version is what you hear in the movie. You have to be a disco lover to know this. And such as I, I would know this. But those that song actually did very well in the charts. Hmm. They took it from that movie and that and it's no there's no there's no talking in it at all. It's wow. just all instrumentation, but it's like it it goes in. You'll hear the pew, 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 pew of the laser fighting, and then you might hear like Ooh, or Darth Vader and all that stuff in there, you know, mixed in yeah. the back or something. But it was called the Cantina Band. I challenge y'all, and I think y'all would really love it because sometimes I'll listen to it if it comes on in my Studio 54 Disco on XM. I'll listen to it and I'm fixing to go grocery shopping and trust me, it makes the day better. It's just a fun, fun song. You have to listen to it. But anyway, well, well, I will download it. Yes. Garrett, are you going to download that today? I sure will. Okay. I'm going to quiz. I'm going to call y'all later. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call y'all later and make sure y'all are not lying to me. I'm going to say, I want to know which version did you do? Did you do, you know, the short version or did you do the dancey disco version? And y'all can cook supper tonight to that. But I want to say, um, you know, Patrick, can I tell you something? Yes, absolutely. Um, Star Trek aired on my birthday in 1966, <gasps> September 8, 1966. Are you serious? That that's is awesome. Yeah. I know. So that's why I, it's so it, near and dear to you. It, it. I think it is part of it. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I love that. Well, that's good information to know. Well, uh, well, I want to say thank you both for being here. This has been a fun, fun intergalactic journey with both of you. And boy, let me tell you what. Nobody wants to go toe-to-toe with y'all on this information of Star Wars or (laughs) Star Trek. Y'all really know your stuff. But now, I do agree that they should combine the two franchises together just for maybe a cartoon or something. Because remember, what was the connection? See if y'all are following along. What was the connection between the two, I said? 20 years. Yes, exactly. And um, And then we also want justice for who? R2-D2. And why? Because he wasn't protected. Yeah. He wasn't protected. Exactly. (laughs) See, guys, see, y'all... Y'all have my heart. This is so wonderful. Thank y'all. <laughs> I, I'm glad y'all agree. I'm sure y'all agree. Well, anyway, okay. thank y'all so much for listening. Garrett, thank you for being here. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. And Don, thank you for being here. Patrick Podcast. I like. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay. That's well, thank awesome. you, Don, for your great imitation. And Garrett, do you have one? Do you want to try to attempt at just one voice from Star Wars? No, she did Star Wars. Yeah, he did. What? Do it again? No, you got it once. You're not getting it again. I didn't hear it the first time. I wasn't ready. It was a Wookiee. Oh, my God. That was the Wookiee. Thank you so much, y'all. Oh, my God. I love y'all's invitations here. That just brightened my day. Well, thank y'all for listening, everyone. I'm on iHeart, Apple, and Spotify podcast and also on Amazon Alexa. So now you can just say, Alexa, play Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont, and she will obey and so also catch me on instagram the real patrick tremont facebook with real and raw with patrick tremont or you can email me with show ideas questions or comments to patrick tremont at outlook.com thank y'all once again for being here y'all have been the best 
um, what do I call y'all? Uh, from uh, Trekkies and Star Warriors, correct? Yes. Yes. Correct. All right. Well, can I call myself a Jedi? Am I able to do that? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be Make a Jedi. an honorary member. I'm an honorary <laughs> honorary member of the Jedi's. Well, um, well, thank y'all so much. I'll I'll see y'all next time. It's been a great show. Bye. 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 It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont.